I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm looking at the sky because it's getting me high. Forget the hearse because we'll never die. We've got nine lives, cat's eyes, using every one of them and running wild because we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Welcome wow. to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. He's been practising that all summer. <laughs> Luke's here. <laughs> all right. And the people's champion, Pete's here. You've been wandering around the streets of London repeating that phrase over and over again. You, Wonderful. Using those nine lives. I wonder why you insisted We're got about all, three left. that we all wore black to this recording. <laughs> mm. <laughs> back in black. Black. Oh, back to life, back to reality, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, uh, it's good to to have your ears. It really is genuinely great to be back. Yes, <laughs> I've had a lovely summer. Yeah, but now my life has meaning again. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what would you, gentlemen, like to see happen this season? A big blank canvas you've got, Jim. Big mm, black, huge blank, blank canvas. canvas. Yeah, um, I mean, it could be for anything that's affecting the whole sport, to a specific individual or team. Okay, well, a I moment. Don't... Maybe I'll go a bit serious. Well, obviously, oh. something that I think is really important this season is that the huge FIFA scandal that happened just before the end of last season doesn't die down. That the mm. pressure is kept on them. That the, the you know that pressure is really really high. So there is something to change. And there's a lot of talk about who's who's going to replace Seth Blatter, or if you know because Blatter's now claiming he hasn't actually resigned. It's all gone a bit suspiciously quiet. Right? No, he's so, off come uh, next year. Well, you know, but he has. We, we don't said know. He's okay. not resigned. Okay. So he's, he's, he's not a man who's resigned from a lot of things. Okay, he's true. Al Capone, isn't <laughs> okay. he? We, we've right. seen that. So, then, Jim. what I would like to see is someone else take over at FIFA. And I would suggest that that person be Roberto Baggio. Because, right, I'm just going to read out some facts about you Roberto Baggio. You don't need Baggio. to go on because I'm convinced. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm please do. Okay. He was my first love in football. Indeed, really? indeed. Mm. The divine ponytail. That ponytail has more divinity than the entire of, entirety of FIFA at the moment. So <laughs> just, these, just some facts about Baggio. On 16th of October 2002, Baggio was named a goodwill ambassador of the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations. Through the organization, Baggio helped to fund hospitals, raise money for the victims of the Haiti earthquake, contribute to tax bird flu and was involved in the Burmese pro-democracy movement which supported the opposition leader Dor Aung San Suu Kyi and, and her 
release from prison. Baggio was awarded the 2010 Man of Peace title in Hiroshima, Japan, presented by the World Summit of Nobel Peace Laureates in recognition of his charitable work and contribution to social justice and peace. That is the sort of person we need in charge of FIFA. Not someone like Platini, because, you know, Platini voted for Qatar. There's Good a lot first of really touch as well. dodgy stuff there. Yeah, Baggio. an amazing first yeah. touch. Well, Platini didn't. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did too, yeah. Yeah, he did as well, yeah. And, and yeah, I would like to see Roberto Baggio um, take over at FIFA. I know it's wishful thinking, but if there's anyone that's qualified for it, then that's that. And I know that's a bit yeah. soapboxy, so what I would also like to see <laughs> would this finally be the season where Roy Keane turns completely feral. Because he doesn't <laughs> seem to have a lot on and he's taking pops at everyone already. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Arsenal win the league. So many, so many digs from Keane. The Arsenal dig was brilliant. The Arsenal dig, they're far too worried about selfies yeah. and six-packs to win the Premier League title. Mm. It's, a yeah. gr- it's, it's almost peak Keane, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think sel- I think selfie sticks. Can you imagine how Keane feels about a selfie stick? Oh, yeah. oh. imagine it. Imagine oh. it, like a Gunnosaurus branded selfie stick. He'd <laughs> lose his I, mind I imagine further. What, he would have no idea that a selfie stick was even an invention. Yeah. And then when you told it to him, I imagine him being sat in like an easy chair reading the paper. Mm. You tell him what it was, he'd sort of look over the top of the paper <laughs> for like a second, just sort of shake his head and just go back to reading the paper. He wouldn't say a word. Yeah. He would not say a but word. But then the paper would start to smoke. Yeah. And gradually just burst <laughs> his into flames. His eyes would pour through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain was amazing with that because he's just, he pretty much responded to that by going, well, you know, it's quite a new thing, isn't it? It's not, it's not that unusual. It's, we're young. We do pick things that young people oh, do. Stop being so reasonable, the Yeah. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Um, before you did the Roy Keane bit, I thought, God, Jim's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we've got a season of this. Don't worry, don't worry. I mean, I mean you say kind of like the Badgers and all that stuff, but I mean, has he been on Fletch and Sav? So, well, well you yeah. know. Fletch and Sav, the football show equivalent of when Begbie goes to live with Renton in Trainspot. <laughs> saw that tweet, that was yeah. very funny, Luke. I've got another one as well. Go on. Fletch and Sav is the football show equivalent of having access to the entire Michael Jackson back catalogue, <laughs> yeah. but insisting on listening to Earth Song on repeat. <laughs> I retweeted that tweet. <laughs> That's enough of me bigging myself up. We've got a whole season of this. The thing is, Spelzy actually quite like... Quite he does, uh, he loves Earth Song, yeah. yeah. He loves oh, no, no, it's not a bad song, but oh. I wouldn't be... Re- I wouldn't. It wouldn't be in the top, my top twenty-five, thirty, even. Mm. Wow. Always, I was when I was on my way here from uh, from Brighton Station. They have a piano in the station. There was a little kid who was playing the Jurassic Park theme oh. on the piano, and I was getting <laughs> wow. a coffee. And the shop was playing "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. It's yeah. like the ultimate crossover of, of Speller and Moore's internal <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> Luke, it's a good omen. Um, I made a number of hasty predictions last season yeah. because I got one right once. Yeah, and now you're still on for. The other. Such hubris. Well, I got one right, and now I sort of suddenly think I'm some sort of predictor man. So I'd quite like <laughs> Tim Sherwood to leave Aston Villa by November, thirtieth <laughs> November, preferably go go to Newcastle because McLaren will be gone by then. Uh, well, um, Whether it's his fault or not. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing about McLaren at Newcastle is he's definitely got that hapless thing, Keegan-esque hapless thing, which goes down so well in the northeast. Mm. Yeah, so he, I think he, he might be a hero. Like yeah. Vaudeville thing. Well, why did Pete leave then? Yeah. But then he'd walk. <laughs> but then he'd walk. Uh, but then he will walk out of a job with Lefty. So yeah, because know. because the Newcastle fans will take to him so much they won't want mm. to see him going no matter how bad he is. <laughs> Almost like the opposite part of the party. Yeah, thing. exactly. We, we've appreciated you know, the kind of slightly not amazing footballers, your Jonas's, your Solano stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah, I mean yeah. this guy has managed England as well. So it's, it's, it, he's a modern Keegan in a sense. Which job is harder? Stay <laughs> tuned. Keegan left England by essentially admitting that he just wasn't up to it. Yeah. Which is so refreshing in modern football. But anyway, yeah. the other one I wanted to say was that um, I, I sort of would like to see this happen and I have a horrible feeling it will happen um, and it will be at the very end of the season, possibly pushing the boundaries of the, the rules here a little mm. bit because it might even push over into the start of next season. I think it's getting more and more likely that Alan Pardew will become a New England manager. Yeah, I think I post euros. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I'd have that. Because we're be going to qualify, with you, so it won't be before the tournament. To be honest with you, on paper, you, on, you can't, on paper on, on pure emotion as well. Surely. Well, we haven't got to the emotion yet. The man, anyway, the, Pete, the, man, the man's a <laughs> He's exactly the sort of grease ball that those the big wigs at the FA probably love as well. Speaking of, you must have thought you were safe from this this season. Yeah. Speaking Rolls of, on. here's Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon, what's your answer? Uh, I'd quite like to see a uh, big Nigel P come back. And kick off Pearson. Yeah, he's an England manager. <laughs> I, think, I think we haven't had a chance to speak about this. I think he's been fairly hard done by. We will do. Yeah. We will do. We'll come he to that. He's mad, but it's hard. Yeah. he's been we, hard we, done we'll by. We'll come to Pearson. Don't worry about that. Um, oh, are you but, shutting down my, my answer? Here? No, okay, no, no. So we can't discuss it. No, I was shutting down. Luke, you're embargoed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, but, but 
Nigel Pearson, you want him to come back in any form? Yeah, just come up, just turn Badger up. form. Someone's yeah. buying a burger. Oh, who's that throwing around hot oil? <laughs> <laughs> it's Nigel. Yeah. yeah. Who's giving everyone third degree <laughs> burns? It's Intimidation Nigel. tour of the Premier League. <laughs> so who's, who's in the urinals throwing around the urinal kicks? It's Nigel. So you just want public appearances in yeah, any no, kind of form. Yeah, no, tell you what, every round of games, he's at one of the stadiums <laughs> somewhere. Costing <laughs> some kind you of You don't habit. know where. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he turns up at a club every week and basically force administers a hundred <laughs> flat top haircuts <laughs> to the first hundred people he sees whether they're players fans mm. officials whatever it, like people are just walking past the side of like St. Jess's Park or something he just smashes through the wall like that big block of Double Dragon <laughs> yeah that would be great <laughs> but then <laughs> takes a fan with him and then they're yeah. gone and they're gone forever yeah. you've hit on yeah. something there because Nigel Pearson is the archetypal end of level boss yeah he is he's, yeah. Not, he's, not, he's not the end of game boss oh, no. level. Sam he's big bertha big bertha target renegade level three so yeah. or also um the the one of the end level bosses on streets of rage 2 who's just a really hard barman mm. <laughs> stop excluding yeah. the under 25s here <laughs> he's, All right, he's, um, he's, le- he's level two bowser the princess has gone to another castle <laughs> yeah okay. i mean uh fair enough the point enough. stands uh, good. I um, Sep being re-elected. It would be you hilarious. That? It would be absolutely hilarious. Imagine that if he he resigned, and then he brought himself back into the running, and just swept the boards again. Oh, he stood as like a mystery candidate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would just like be... a mystery knight at a medieval tournament. Oh, one, of yeah. those, oh, one of those Japanese kind of resin toys you get in a box, and you don't know what you're going to get until you open it. It's it's him again. It's Sep again. It's like. <laughs> I think I think like a wild card at yeah. one Well, we're hearing lots about mystery strikers, aren't we, at yeah. the moment? I kind of like the idea that those strikers' identities will never be revealed if they do sign for it. <laughs> I think, I think they'll just have a question mark. Like, a, like, number so, like a Mexican wrestler in a yeah. mask. Yeah. On the back, on the back, they'll have a trialist. Do you not think it'd be so funny that after all this FBI stuff, after all, oh, FIFA's going to change all the rest of it, except just went, no. Yeah, I just <laughs> went, I'll have it again. No. I've thought about it, and I think I'm doing all right. But he said, you can only have three four year terms or something like that. there's a new rule so he resigns slate cleaned <laughs> yeah. he just, the rules yeah. are different now yeah because it's got to the point where I just think oh bollocks could he could he call, <laughs> could he call himself morally bankrupt and then just you know his debts are white well he's not financially bankrupt he's morally bankrupt all the stuff he's done wrong he can't own a house for seven years yeah. but he's free to carry no, on he can't own an opinion give an opinion for seven years yeah, excellent. Uh, and on such grounds, I've got the points. Um, <laughs> no? How appropriate. Yeah, indeed. Uh, We're still doing points. Lovely. Yeah. This season. That'll never end. No. no. Or mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just a way to fill the hour. Oh. <laughs> a bit like the Community Shield. Yes. Yeah, mm. Jim. Yeah. Or did it mean something this year? Oh, it's a big old trophy isn't it quite literally it's, it's a very big trophy it's the big one that'll do me <laughs> Big Bang finally gets a win over Moo <laughs> yeah. in, in the most important game <laughs> this is the real quiz everyone <laughs> I'm not being funny guys but I genuinely if we're going to shove out our um, predictions for the season I think Arsenal are going to do very very well this season do, they've yeah. looked so good pre-season I know that's no sort of indication well but then why are you saying it look at this match look at this match they yeah. beat Chelsea how many I times have they done that Chelsea did definitely look a bit looked a bit leggier <laughs> than Arsenal did what yeah. were people they looked um, I think the Commentator used the word undercooked, which I agreed with. They looked a bit cold, didn't they? It looked yeah. like they. There's no excuse for that, though, really. Well, that's a strange thing, isn't it? And uh, in the commentary, it was it was said that Arsenal are generally acknowledged to be about a week ahead of Chelsea in their preseason. I don't know how anyone knows that. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean they all start on the say, same day. They shouldn't yeah, exactly. be, should they? Yeah. It, was, it was like when uh, Newcastle went on their USA tour and they played on a load of all weather pitches and they, a lot of players couldn't play on it because they were injured. It's like, well, <laughs> don't play on all weather pitches, you idiots. Well, well, did, welcome, did, Steve. Did, did. <laughs> welcome it, to the club, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play on ice today. <laughs> because imagine how hard it will feel like. <laughs> and then when you go and play on grass, you win every game. It'll be like, easy. Well, it'll like, be a big cloud. Like rainbow. Be like, Rainbow Islands. Yeah. Let's bring in another now video from the 80s. Now you're talking. We're going to play every game in pre-season, guys, with a ship's anchor <laughs> tied to our waists. Why are we doing that? Because we haven't got the anvil anymore. And then when the, when the football season actually starts, you'll be mental fast. Because Spars Direct have a lot of anchors in their uh, <laughs> easy their warehouse. They could play. They could all play one of those big Sports Direct mugs. <laughs> they, they get give, a lot of uh, free advertising. Those Sports Direct guess, mugs, yeah. particularly. Mike yeah. Ashley is the, the ultimate Sports Direct mug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original, yeah, and biggest, yeah. yeah.
Um, but not even he could uh, fit into one of those mugs. No. But, oh, well, um, the, the, let's go back to the community chest or whatever it is now. Um, like, <laughs> Oxlade Chamberlain's goal was superb. He had a good game. We're really excited to see what he's going to produce this season. Um, and what, you know, we've only signed Peter Cech and you know loads of youth players, uh, as is to be expected. But um, strangely, there's there's not a position at Arsenal at the moment where you can look at the look at them and go they're understocked here, there, or wherever, which is mm. refreshing. I mean, up front. Um, no, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think ideally, there's a striker, I we think would there's get... a striker coming in because uh, uh, Akpom's been allowed to go on loan. Yeah, he has. Um, f- loads of people are saying it's Karen Benzema. The, there are four people saying it's not Karen Benzema, who are Arsene Wenger, <laughs> Rafa Benitez, Karen Benzema's agent, and Karen Benzema. <laughs> that's your four so main I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I reckon well, what are the, the fans? Uh, games on opinions, mate. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do those? What four do the know? YouTubers think? <laughs> yeah. What does KSI think about this? What does the football ramble think? Yeah. <laughs> what does the football ramble think, Jim? Well, he's You're saying no. Come in. No, I don't think Benzema's going to come in. Why would Benita sell well, him? Apparently, according to you, you're stocked. Well, I, no, I, I think we are. I think I think in Arsene Wenger's mind, certainly, uh, he. I think what he's going to do is he's going to um, he's going to let Walcott and Giroud tussle it out for that centre-forward position. But there's a problem with that, which is that, um, obviously... A certain type of opposition, Walcott isn't particularly effective against. He've got shut out easily, and I think in a in a proper game against Chelsea, a proper competitive game, he would find that tough going. That is also true of Giroud in very very different ways. Mm. So I don't think either is going to be able to spur the other on to be effective in those games where it's really really crucial. No, no. But I mean, I I think Giroud's better than people what about give credit for. Uh, Danny Wilbeck, Wilbeck I, don't, I mean, he's going to have to work particularly hard to force himself in there, isn't he? I would think. I think Wilbeck's an excellent player, and so do uh, I. But he may be used a little bit more on the mm. wing. I don't know. I'd like to see more of him, though. But uh, might I suggest, though, that against Chelsea, actually, Walcott, the way they played, it was wonderful to see, as many people made the observation, Arsenal not grinding a 1 0 against Chelsea, but there were elements when they were sitting deep and so on. They had chances towards the end. maturity to it. Yeah, but, um, but actually, Walcott's quite handy in that situation because. Cahill was standing way off him. You can't squeeze Arsenal as much as you would like if you're if you're Chelsea because of Walcott's pace. Yeah, yeah. and that's the same. It's always an outlet. The Ox as well. Mm. Very very quick. Yeah. So what's what's the situation going to be though if um, if Coquelin picks up an injury? Uh, well, there's Flamini and Arteta in there. Remember Arteta missed Flamini, a lot of last I'll... season. See, I th- there's a theory that Flamini is staying at Arsenal because he's basically Mesut Özil's best mate. <laughs> 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 no, um, isn't that the case with Maxwell and Zlatan? Yes, the, yeah, they yeah. Just always been. Yeah, yeah, but Maxwell's, Maxwell's a decent. A he's a decent defender. That's how I got into uh, the ramble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know whose best mate you are. <laughs> <laughs> fucking well, it must be Jim's. Diggory. Diggory knows where the sevens are. But Chelsea did miss Diego Costa. Yeah, absolutely. But then Arsenal did have Alexis Sanchez. I, I was actually at the game and Diego Costa and uh, a number of the other uh, Chelsea reserves who didn't uh, make the squad were sat about five rows behind me and I really loved this loads of people were wanting selfies with Diego Costa mm. and it was this was brilliant because it was true to what you'd imagine his character to be every time they'd walk up and go to take a selfie he'd take their phone out of their hands do it himself and then hand it back to them which <laughs> oh, I wow. really like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of it yeah basically but, the, the but prob- he did them all did them all the problem yeah. with Chelsea I think I mean one observation that's worth making is that Mourinho's done a fantastic job of making the whole media story after the game about him and yeah. Wenger rather than not the fact shaking they've, hands, they've yeah. not won a game and the fact they look quite poor, especially up yeah. front. Remy looks hugely off the pace. Falcao, Falcao looked I mean, like the Falcao from last season. Yeah, but he? Mourinho obviously thinks he can get something out of Falcao. Yes. And obviously, it's not for us as, as mere mortals outside of the game to, to question that because Falcao's obviously got something in him. And Mourinho wouldn't have taken a gamble on him without knowing that. But he looked done his due well. diligence. Yeah. And with Costa again being terrified of his own hamstrings, it's, it's, it's probably going to come down to. Well, I think Hazard might explode this season. Not literally. I think he might go really, really big. I think he might really mm. stake a claim as, as being um, as being pushing Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, and and I think what's more, Chelsea may actually need him to do that. When mm-hmm. you say pushing Messi and Ronaldo, can a player in a Mourinho side truly do? I know Ronaldo can a from that position, really. No, but what I know Ronaldo is obviously, you know, he's at Real Madrid, the Mourinho and all. But what 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 I mean is that. The way Chelsea play now, Mourinho had to be a little bit more expansive at Real Madrid because of the tradition. I mean, even he had to slightly acknowledge that, although at times he didn't, much to the disappointment of a lot of those uh, fans. But um, because he's asked to do a lot more of a functional role that you could maybe argue that Ronaldo and perhaps to a lesser extent Messi isn't, can, would Hazard, can he express himself so much to do Well, I that? guess it depends what you're asking him to do. Are you, I, I think, is he, has he got the potential to be the best player in the Premier League? Yes, he's already shown that. Yeah, well, yeah, the Premier sure. League's probably the... 
it's one of the most competitive leagues in the world at, at the very least. Mm. Has he got a potential to be top scorer in the Premier League? I mm. actually think he probably has. Mm. He can he can weigh him with a lot of goals. He can take a penalty. He can mm. take a free kick. If um, the striking options at Chelsea mm. aren't good enough, he's going to have to step up. Mm. And it, and it's not. I was quite surprised to see how big the odds were on him to be top scorer this season. They're really big, and I think he got he's got a chance of doing it. Takes yeah. their penalties as well, doesn't he? So. Indeed. Indeed. Mm. We'll wait and see. It'll be interesting. Mm. It's very difficult this stage of the season to know exactly what's going to happen. I wouldn't read too much into that game against Arsenal. It's a no, bit of a showpiece occasion. Not. Arsenal will take confidence from it. They haven't lost at Wembley for God knows how long now. Mm. Um, so it's but great pe- for them. People are very much looking forward to seeing Arsenal this season as, as peak time. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, excited about it. I think I, I, as, as, as it currently stands, I think Arsenal have got a far better chance of pushing Chelsea than mm. Man City. Have. And also, I think, talking about the striking position... I th- something Wenger said is he wants more goals from elsewhere in the team we only had three players in double figures last season which was um, Alexis Sanchez Giroud and uh, Aaron Ramsey who who was only on 10 um, so you know you need Ramsey to come back into the form he had the season before um, you, you know just more goals from elsewhere and the problem is the same as it ever is with Arsenal it's, it's keeping those players fit and there's a bit of a perception that last season the injuries weren't as much of a problem and obviously we started short because we didn't have enough defenders which is you know the club's fault and no one else's but we we still did have a lot of injuries it was players like Mikel Arteta were out Coquelin stepped in Debussy was injured Bellerin came in and staked a massive claim and we got quite lucky mm. with who came in and filled those positions so I mean if we have the sort of injuries we, we generally have who knows who's going to be out we, we, you know if we're missing Sanchez and Ozil for, for three months at a piece then you know that really changes things so that is that's again that's one of the biggest challenges mm. um, it wasn't the only uh, well I say cup final is the community sort of final well, I suppose it is a final in a sense because mm. you win a trophy there's only two, um, two teams in it y- yes, well, right. in a way the league and the <laughs> FA Cup are just qualifiers for that mm. aren't they yeah. they are um, but it was the FA Women's Cup final with Chelsea winning 1-0 against Notts County mm. um, Ji Young Sung with the, with the goal record crowd of over 30,000 it's great to see so many people brilliant, yeah. really it's a dreadful goal yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't yeah. was it the not key, befitting to win that. a cup final no it really wasn't it was yeah. dreadful tell that to Carnu in Portsmouth yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a dreadful goal it was similar strikers Finish. Ah, see, at least the keeper didn't let it roll across her body. And yeah. just, well, there was a male in the net, for example. So there we go. My goodness, yeah. still um, counts though, Pete. Still counts. They yeah, lift exactly. the trophy. Chelsea. It's the first. Uh, I think it might be their first trophy. Chelsea. I think so. Team, yeah. it might well be. Um, uh, let's have a little bit of Premier League chat then. Uh, Eddie Howe is in the Premier League. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> It's finally sunk in. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He, um, it's, it's quite funny. They've permanently signed Arta Boric, who was there before, and Adam Federici. I love that. Securing the goalkeeper yeah, but, position. But, like, competition straight away. Absolutely, Absolutely really Jim. Tough. Absolutely. What do you think of Sylvain Distan going in there? I think, Back in the league. <laughs> I think he... Um, is it good experience or is it a bit worrying? It's Well, it could go either way. I mean, Distan's been a fantastic Premier League defender. He's old, though. I mean, he's old and a lot of people I think gonna, I did think that and I thought... <clears throat> If you're going to go there, I mean, out of retirement for Big Soul? It depends how often. <laughs> Stop it. It depends how often he needs to play, doesn't it? Just yeah. if he, he's not going to be able to play 38 games of the season. He likes the South Coast air, <laughs> though. That experience how... is really important, though, isn't it? In a team that have it, never it, been in the yeah. top flight. I, I mean, don't think it, they've ever been in the top flight, let, like, let alone the Premier League. Well, we've seen teams sign players who are over the hill, and it's been hugely beneficial. I mean, mm. Ferguson, Alex Ferguson will talk in great detail about what Laurent Blanc brought to you know, mm. even though he couldn't replay that often. So. From that point of view, it could work. It depends on a number of things. One, how fit he still is. He does yeah. get to pick up a lot of injuries now, and he's old. He's late 30s. Secondly, it depends how Bournemouth are going to play in the Premier League. Mm. I mean, they may Eddie Howe may have a different idea about how they're going to knock it about, and and, and or how they're going to sort of maybe be a bit more conservative. Yeah. It's very hard to say at this stage. Well, but historically, it's always been with teams coming up, they've always got to have a really good start for first half of the season. Then they can yeah. kind of just kind of fall away a little bit. Well, they'd be delighted they're playing Villa at home mm. the first day. Portsmouth actually, when they went into the Premier League for the first time, they had Villa at home the first day and they won. Gareth mm. Barry was sent off, and and the place was absolutely rocking. And it's Bournemouth, a good omen. And, and Bournemouth, that Bournemouth. Stadium will be absolutely yeah. rocking. And really? it's, it's a little bit like um, like Highbury was in that the, the fans are really close to the. It's only like eleven thousand. I know it's not even twelve thousand. Yeah. I don't think there. Yeah. Um, but to, uh, the centre back position is a bit talking about distance. They've got Tyrone Mings who had a great season yeah, last year with Ipswich. Good signing that. It is a good signing. There was uh, some bigger clubs were, were sniffing around old Mingsy. Mm. He was. Um, we talk about Southampton's kind of uh, youth setup. Yes. He was released by Southampton for mm. being too short. He's now six foot five. I know he's brilliant, isn't <laughs> it? Absolutely love that. Someone shot didn't Other they? players that were told they were too short to go anywhere in the game. Gary Lineker. Yeah. Lothar Mateus. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's Poor somewhere decisions. off them. Somewhere <laughs> off them, though, to be fair. I mean, yeah, okay. Mateus never got, got to any great height um, physically, 
but you know, in the terms of the game, <laughs> he went to the very top. But but Mings has sort of basically said that he's you know he's gunning for that um, centre back spot in, in the English setup. Oh, yeah. in England, right? Mm-hmm. Which is quite. That's you got to have your ambitions. He's a really good yeah. egg as well. There's some lovely stories about Mings. He seems like yeah. a good chap. Mm. He, he um. Yeah, he's 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 clearly at his right to play in, in, in the Premier League. He's one of the better defenders that I saw in the Championship last season. Mm. And and Bournemouth have to sign players like that. We've always That's talked right. about this at the start right. of every season. You're a promoted side. It normally manifests itself with things like strikers. And you have to gamble. You have to gamble. Because right. players don't want to go down. They don't want to be relegated. Mm. So it's hard to get players in. And sometimes you have to get other players from overseas mm-hmm. and gamble that they'll settle. Um, and um, or you have to sort of but, identify players who can make that stuff. But you have so many signings are. I know the mm. nature of it's a gamble. You bring someone and you don't know quite what they're like. But for an established Premier League player, especially uh, an English one, um, it's so bloody expensive. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. right. I think I think Mings is an excellent signing. Yeah, we'll see, see if he's, he's young as well. Yes. Yeah, Mings actually said that it was Eddie Howe that sold him the club because he had offers from I think West Brom, Villa, and Newcastle, and he, and he chose to go to to Bournemouth. And and Howe himself has said it's a really delicate balance. Um, Making sure that you don't bring too new, like too many new players in, just so yeah. it doesn't upset the squad, but also that you don't leave yourself short of what you need to compete yeah. at a much higher level. And they have they have signed quite a few players. They brought mm. Max Gradle today as well, which I think is a good sign. It depends yeah. on the type of player you've got in that dressing room because if <clears throat> Gradle's got, got goals in front, sorry. On, the, on the face of it. Um, those players at Bournemouth have earned the right to play in the Premier League. Absolutely. So they, they, from their point of view, they'll be sat there going, "Well, we were the best team in the Championship last season. Um, we've oh, earned Wilson our right scored to, what twenty three league goals. We've earned our right to be up in the Premier League. Mm. And then if the manager comes along and brings a player in in your position, they're either going to go one or two ways. They're yeah. going to go, That's out of order, or they're going to go right. I need to work even yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and hopefully, Howes assemble a group of players who are, who are the latter, and they'll work really hard for their places. It certainly looked like that last season. Yeah, I mean they did, were by yeah. no means favourites to go up, and they mm. absolutely stormed it. So, mm. but mind you, they got Tim Sherwood's Villa. Mm. That doesn't. That's not a place in Spain. That is actually the, the, the club. You know, <laughs> I imagine he has got a villa in yeah. Spain. Oh, that's Algar. Algar. Casa del Algar. Tim. Yeah, in Casa del Tim. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that that one will be a great one to start the season with. That's yeah. uh, that, that's what it's all about. Mm. Um, Jimmy, you were saying that you know Howe was saying that you don't want to bring in too many players who could upset the squad and, and so on and so forth. That's not what Watford think. Because <laughs> no. that revolving door includes the managers oh, as well. Very much it's so. just remarkable because there's so many people who are quite established in the game. Look at that loan system they um, bloody well abuse or, or, yeah. or, or effectively use. And they, uh, they they bring in so many people, managers alike, and all the rest of it. And people go, well, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Bloody works. And they're right. <laughs> yeah. They're in the big leagues. And but it's, it's short termism, though, isn't it? They're in, they're in the Premier League. Before, before, you know. before you move off um, Villa, by the way. Okay, yes. I mean, if you look at the list of players they've signed, uh, they've signed uh, about nine players, and I think you could make a decent argument that eight of them are gambles. Mm. It's going to go one way or the other for, for them. It and really is. They've lost a hell of a striker as well. Indeed. Mm. They've, they've and lost, also, they've and lost a midfield player. They've lost Delph their two best players. And cleverly. Mm. Yeah, they've so. lost Delph, Cleverly, and Benteke. Delph and Benteke are definitely two of their best players. Mm. Um, and they've essentially. Ayu's not a bad signing, though. Yeah, no, he's a good player. See, I got this is this is the thing. So I, I was I feel like I was a bit misconstrued on Twitter the other week because I said if I had that sort of money, I'd be looking to try and do a deal for Charlie Austin. Yeah. Now I wasn't yeah. I wasn't suggesting that Jordan Ayu isn't a good player and, and that he hasn't improved and that he you know and there are reasons that mm. he will he will assimilate himself into English football. He probably speaks English because he's Ghanaian. So yep. um, fine, there are lots of reasons why he's a good player, uh, but. But the thing, what do Villa need? Villa need really to replace the goals lost by Benteke. Charlie Austin has shown he can score goals in the Premier mm, League in, yeah. in a god-awful team. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a team which last season, and I take no pleasure in saying this because I like QPR, mm. they were essentially dysfunctional. Yeah. And he still mm. scored goals. Yeah. I don't understand why no one's picked him up, though. I know, yeah, he's, an ex- I know, he, I know he's got incredible strange, wage demands. It? Something's got to be happening there. It's definitely his wage demands, but I mean, it's the Premier League. Yeah. You know, you can, he, you can write your own checks. Surely he'll blink first, won't he? With when it comes to that, he'll take a cut to get there, won't he? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, time's running out, <laughs> guys. Come yeah. on. Yeah, um, I think he's an ideal replacement for Ben Teke in a lot of ways, because yeah. well, he's very, very physical, but very mobile at the same time. It's caused lots of, you know, lots of different types of goals, mm. which is exactly what you need when you're losing a player True. like that. Otherwise, you're just going to be hanging your hopes on someone like Grealish, sort of stepping up and sort of having yeah. a, another excellent season. Because we all remember when Everton won the league with Rooney, didn't we? That's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're at home to Watford, the aforementioned Watford to start with, which. Which is, you'd imagine would be a, a good start for them. What, going back to Watford as well, the, one of their signings, Jose Holibas, that's a great signing. 
the Roma fullback kept Ashley Cole out the side, and people say, "Oh, well, Ashley Cole, he's still Ashley, you know, still decent." It's player. one of those. It's one of those. He's one of the best players. I, I, I can't remember if he was in the Serie A squad of the year or team of the year, but brilliant signing for Watford. Quite surprising, really. Mm. But it shows the financial muscle, perhaps of, of the. It's Premier one of those signs that makes you show you how much money is in the Premier League. That's right. That's right. Mm. Um, whereas Norwich, they've made a few signings. They got Brady in from Hull um, and one or two others, but um, Norwich a bit more. I don't know. I was going to say tradition in the in, in the, the Premier League than the other two. I mean, as in they've they've been in there before, and they have some some decent players, and they were very impressive in that playoff final against Middlesbrough. That'll be interesting to see mm. with Norwich how they they fare with with Alex Neil, who was so good. I mean, they they had they didn't slow down when he took over. They were just charged up the league, and okay, they weren't automatically promoted, yeah. but can they drag that through the well, summer into well, the, the Premier League? The problem for both Norwich and Bournemouth is we've seen this happen a million times. Sure. So it's and they've got Pards Palace on the first day. I mean, that's yeah. the last and one I mean, you want. That can be such a shellacking that kills your confidence for a season. Yeah, <laughs> I still more made, of the season. I still maintain that Johan Kabay to Palace is one of the signings. Oh, that of is the summer. astounding. That's an incredible <laughs> signing. It really is. And Bamford on loan, I thought was a decent yeah. bit of business as well. Um, what about Leicester City? Big Niger's gone. Yeah, Luke, you are right in saying that. I thought it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's it very much looks like it's to do with what happened in, in the supposed goodwill tour of Thailand. Yeah, but they didn't have they didn't have uh, off the pitch a hugely coherent sort of vision, if you like, because there was mm. that, all that sort of chaos around the middle of last season when they were talking about he'd been fired and he was reinstated. But ultimately, <clears throat> of course, you need to have someone in a, in your organisation that you're happy to work with. And this Pearson, I, 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 maybe we've been unfair to Pearson, but from what we've seen from last season, he's obviously uh, can be a tricky customer to deal with. Mm. Because, volatile because it can't be football reasons because he's done so well. He, Absolutely, he's, he's taken up, he's taken them up to the Premier League, and he's kept them in there. But it yeah. could be football reasons. I mean, Brentford uh, parted ways with with Warburton, yeah, Southampton, and, Southampton and Nigel Adkins, yeah, with Adkins, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And there's, and there's one or two it, examples. You know, for the sake of having Pearson who can keep you up, you, you could just have a, a manager that just, is just less bother. Yeah, you know, I can't enjoy this. I don't want to be scared walking down a corridor <laughs> yeah. in my own building. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fed up of all these headlocks. I'm a grown man. I don't want to be put in a headlock every week. That's a fair point. I just want one day of enjoyment in the Premier League. Yeah, I can't enjoy it at the moment. But I mean, Ranieri's not any bother. Is he? No, he's, he's, he's a lovely he's, man. In so many ways, he's the opposite of, of yeah. Pearson, isn't he? Mm-hmm. It will be very interesting to see how <laughs> it's he, a, we get on. It's a on tough there. test for him. A, yeah, bloody right it is, Jim. Really bloody is, yeah. right. They lost Cambiasso as well, which is a shame. Yeah, that's a real shame. <laughs> we enjoyed yeah. him. Mm, I think. I think maybe bit. he just thought that it would be a year too far for him. Maybe, but he was great. Like, yeah. Did he win their Player of the Year? He might have done. I think he might well have done. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. He did have a. He did have a good time. Um, uh, yeah, dearie me and uh, the other end of the spectrum Manchester United spent an awful lot of money yeah hell of a lot of money on a number of different players and, and I love how Van Hal's still saying it's it's not it's not my team um, <laughs> Di Maria I'll decide when it's my team yeah. <laughs> and it might just about be when we start winning when things. we mathematically <laughs> have won the Premier League <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with no uh, doubt um, Schweinsteiger 30 Injury problems? Well, the th- I'd, I'd I mean, I'd love to see him be the player that we all know he... Guardiola chipped off to today, in fact, saying he's not been fully fit for two mm. years. But also... He said three um, years. Did he say three? a ridiculous amount wow. of time. He's doing all right for a <laughs> fairly unfit player. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But um, I also heard a thing about Schweinsteiger effectively just not really sit- fitting into Guardiola's system because he has to effectively do a lot more running. And he, that's never been his, his game. He's sort of, you know, he's a tougher, more defence-minded player. And if Van Gaal plays him, and obviously Van Gaal knows him, they've, they've, they've worked together before, um, in, a, in a style that suits his game a lot more, that could be, that could be amazing. He and Schneiderlin in there together, Schneider-Steiner, as it will yeah. be. Um, I mean, that, that's a tough midfield, and that's been the problem United have had for a long time, that that mid- midfield has maybe Sh- lacked I think Schneiderlin's an excellent he's, signing. Well, and I think Arsenal should have gone after him. Schweinsteiger mm. has been present, I think, I looked this up a while ago, I think he's been present and playing for sort of around two-thirds of Bayern Munich's league games over the last few seasons. Mm. So if United can get two-thirds out of him, they'll be fairly happy with that for the money they've paid. I mean, they've paid 14 and a bit million for a World Cup winning midfield player mm-hmm. who's got a huge reputation who will also be really valuable in the dressing room as well. Yeah. So, so as, from, from United's point of view, they do have really, a lot, you can't really go they wrong. They do have a lot of options in midfield. They do, yeah. They have a, a lot of options to rest him and, and so on and so forth. Mm. Um, I thought Matteo Darmian was a lovely signing. Yeah. The, the, the Italian defender, because obviously, in among the other names, that um, his name got pushed uh, to the back of the list. But I, I think, I think that's it. His story's a fairly interesting one, isn't it? Because didn't he, didn't he come through at Milan, but didn't really make the cut? Is that right? And then he sort of ghosted his way um, 
Did he, he go from? He was sent out on loan to Padova, and then he then he sort of came through at Palermo and then signed for Torino and played, stayed at Torino for a while. He was. And then sort of ghosted his way into the national side, mm. and then all of a sudden, because didn't he play for Italy against England? He might well have done. And, and I think I think everyone was like, "Geez, this guy's like a you know really good player." Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden he's um he's like the go to left left is he left oh, he's left back for mm. um for, for for Italy. I mean. It's an amazing turnaround, really. Yeah. Mm. And he's still he's still very young still as well. I mean, he's like he's something like twenty four, something like that, twenty five for a defender. I mean, that's fairly, fairly not, yeah. not really young, but no, I know what young. you're saying. I know what you're saying. Memphis Depay is an interesting one. He um we're we're told to expect him to shoot on sight, which is something we all like to see. Indeed. Um, whether the Manchester United fans will enjoy that after a while, we don't know. It's just such Depends a hot if they go it's in, just, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just such a hot pro- hot property, Memphis Depay. I mean, like mm. every team really realistically every team wanted him. He was definitely gonna leave Holland. It's great for United that they've got him because just the chance of even just the, the potential he's got and the talent he's got and the chance he's got of, of fulfilling that potential is so like um almost like mouthwatering. But he's a lot of money. Has he been given the number seven shot? I don't know if he has or I don't not. know. I'm not no, sure I don't know because that. that's obviously that'd be quite it's nice, wouldn't it? He's got that there, kind of yeah, 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 sort yeah, exactly. of information you get on a Man United specific podcast. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm sure well, there are plenty out there. Well, of course, one of their former number sevens, Jim, was Cristiano. Ronaldo. Is that why you're going for the link? You're hey? scratching around the data mm. for a link. I mean, let's let the listeners decide. <laughs> um, uh, he was the best man at his agent Jorge Mendes's wedding recently. Mendes is uh, one of Portugal's richest men. As I'm sure Cristiano Ronaldo probably is. I think it's just pronounced George if it's Portugal, mate. It's oh, George. yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George. Yeah, easy Mendo. for you. Yeah, but uh, just in case uh, for our Spanish listeners, make them feel at home. Yeah, fair enough. Like um, when El Dorado. Pronouncing a man's name. <laughs> when there was a character. Marcus. That's right, yeah. Mm. Um, for those who are over the age of 30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm over the age of 30. I don't really know anything about no. El Dorado. <laughs> no, neither, but I do. Uh, People that watched El Dorado didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> and I think that was mainly the problem. People who yeah. created it, Jim. Uh, I think it was the problem. We didn't know. But uh, Ronaldo, he bought um, Mendez a Greek island as a wedding present. Oh, Greece. Nipping in there. Picking up the bones. Yeah, I mean, Outrageous. What a vulture. Is he, is he, Do they, like, were they, his contract expired? Did he get that on a Bosman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I you know, uh, I, will that, if Greece gets back on its feet, which obviously everybody hopes it will, will, will they want to renationalise that island? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. How many islands are they going to sell? I don't know, Jim, but uh, he bought it off privateislandsonline.com. I mean, well, it maybe it's to be not real. Is Greece going to get a load of money it's like, quickly? Like you name a star. Yeah, yeah that's you it. Just get a certificate. You can't go there. So I'm on the island. No, no, no. This is the this is the island where people live. You see that little that little rock bobbing up just yeah. above the sea. That's yeah. where you are, do you, mate. Do you get all them as well? I hope they so. like become your citizens. I've no idea. <laughs> my God. I went yeah. to I went to the website though. There's a couple of islands I've got my eyes on. Eagle Island. Right. For the Crystal Palace fans in your life, Pete, did you get drunk and buy one? <laughs> <laughs> what price are they? You can you can rent them quite cheaply. Well, have they got have they got price on the on the website? Or do you have to inquire for the. I think prices? you have to inquire. Anything out of your price range is usually inquire, isn't yeah, it? Really? You have to. Yeah, they're not going to gonna knock them up. It's one of those yeah. things. If you have to ask how much it is, you probably can't afford yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe again I know I'm suggesting this for a lot of things lately but maybe we should get a kickstarter going start Ramble Island yeah. <laughs> Ramble Island there you are um, uh, what about Liverpool they've got Christian Benteke I, I just want to hear where, where Eagle Island is oh right it's always near Greece I think no no it's not it, I think it might be near Fiji oh, oh okay. Right. okay oh I just assumed this was a, this was a Greek one but privateislands.com th- no, they've got the online. whole world in yeah. their hands <laughs> right oh how about that so is, is Britain on there there's Necker Island. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Branson. Necker yeah, Island. Branson. Oh, is that is right? Crazy, yeah, that's Branson. That yeah. It's a, well, it's rentable, apparently. Yeah, oh. but it's about a hundred grand oh. for like a week or something for oh. an hour. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do Airbnb then. And I, I interpret the tone of that and I understand that. But on the other hand, it is a whole island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. It's a resort. You you oh. put places. Yeah, there, no, yeah. he's. I think he's on the island. Isn't do you, he? If yeah. you rent it, do you get like drilling rates? Stop fracking down there. If you can get there in time, sorry. Can we frack, Richard? Depends what you mean. If I'm if I'm renting on paper an island, I want to have the, the explicit permission to be running around with my bloody bollocks out. <laughs> you also the fact that you've got your own island, right? I that's think that's right. why you, you rent Branson's Island because you can get away with mm. the, the, the British do, tabloid press out you there. You do that. Right. You do that in yeah. phone boxes. To be fair, I put, oh. I put my ten pence in. Well, if, the, if I can, <laughs> I can helicopter all alike. <laughs> can I just say if the British tabloids aren't there, I ain't doing it. Ah. <laughs> there you are. He's real prerogative. Uh, yeah, Liverpool, they've got Christian Benteke. Yeah, I mean, we, we touched on this on, on uh, the live show we did recently. Um, 
But they've uh, they've bought well, Liverpool. They really, really have. Milner. Like, it's all about Milner. Yeah, well, I mean, the problem <laughs> oh, they're going to have... they bought a load of players again. <laughs> well, the, but this is it, isn't it? This is the problem they're going to have. But I think they've they've done that better. They've, they've identified some problem positions. Klein's a great signing. Milner's a good signing. Benteke's an excellent signing. Firmino, who knows? But, you know, he's... But, Jim, last this time last year... I'm not saying you're wrong, because we don't know what's going to happen. This time last year, people were raving about Dejan Lovren as a signing. Yeah, but... And it's yeah, not it's true. Out. It's fair. But, you know, I, I think they've bought better this season. The and last... I think have a better season for for that reason the last three incidents of teams selling a player for a lot of money and replacing with loads of players have been Spurs with Bale when they sold Elvis and got the Beatles fucking them bootleg Beatles who said that, yeah, that no the, they got wings that was, <laughs> they got no the tabloid, uh, they didn't the, even get wings that was one of the tabloid <laughs> oh okay the right um, Liverpool of course when they sold Suarez and now Liverpool again when they sold Sterling I'm not saying it's gonna <laughs> go wrong yeah. but it's no coincidence for me that Liverpool's standout season was when they had no European football at all. Mm. Now they're back in the slog of the Europa League. They're the Champions League and the Europa Need League. More Sadly for Liverpool, I think, and you know, I'm sure they'll shove it. Well, I know they will shove it in my face if I'm wrong. They had their chance to win that title. And they didn't take it. It's gone. It's gone now. It's hard to see them. Even if you just look at the numbers, right? and again, I'm not, I haven't got particularly any particular agenda here, but the numbers are that Liverpool to win the title this season need to um, overhaul, I think it's a 25-point gap to Chelsea. And, and no mm. matter how, even if, you, even if you make the argument that Chelsea have stood still and are not going to improve at all on what they did last year, can you realistically see Liverpool overhauling that? And mm. if they're... T- if they're, if they're um, I'm not for a moment saying they're going to go like win the title. I, I just think they're going to... I mean, yeah, I think they're going to have a better season than last season, which yeah, okay. could still be quite average. But Did I think... Yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I don't for a moment think they're pushing for the title. But no. then I guess if. Do, do you even think that's their ambition now? Well, yeah. You think? I well, think. The only, the, only sort of, the only prediction I can sort of half make about Liverpool this season, from what I. And it's only as I interpret the information, is that I think that if they don't start well this season, and they're, they're, they're playing Stoke on the first day of the season, who they got whooped 6 1 by last year <laughs> on the final day. Um, <laughs> and it's at Stoke as well. Um, if they don't start well, I think Rodgers could find some under a bit of pressure because I think the players they've signed, I'm fairly certain Liverpool do it by a transfer committee type thing. Yeah. And I don't think it necessarily means that because he's been on, on paper backed in the transfer market, he's, his job is safe. Hmm. And I think it could bite him if, he don't, if they don't start well. I, hmm. I, he's a sort of, I think he's the sort of manager and the sort of character <clears> who invites <throat> pressure on himself. But they don't have Raheem Sterling, Peter. No, well, I thought that was... They were going to go for Champions League football just to keep him. Yep. And now he's gone. What do you mean he's gone? Oh, no. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's backfired in so many people's faces. A apart lot. from A.D. Ward. A lot of money. Yeah. Mm. So people were laughing off about how his first touch in the Man City show was like he fell over. But yeah, yeah. then he scored. Then he scored right <laughs> immediately afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's and it was really pre-season, pre-season and it doesn't yeah, matter. It means nothing. He yeah. can score 10 goals a game. He gets sent off every game. It's pre-season. It yeah. really, really Absolutely. doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. It's weird. City, they've just bought him and Delph and... They don't look I fear that much better. Than they <laughs> I fear for yeah, them big time. Who the two or the city? Or Pellegrini yeah. more than they've City. Played, they'll be all right. They've they've given themselves a good older a good older what they call in the horse racing trailer, a good pipe opener Lovely. by beating a Vietnam eight one. Yeah, as soon as they play anyone good, they struggle. They drew they drew with Roma. They got beat off Stuttgart again. Though it's it's all meaningless, isn't Why it? Why are we talking about preseason? They were beaten by. Um, by I think was it Real Madrid? Got quite handily. I can't remember. Oi. We can talk about Manchester City's preseason, or we can talk about Newcastle United. Mm. I vote for that one. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I do my highlight of the week early? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to. Uh, Steve McLaren has banned swearing in all departments <laughs> of the club. Ban. How bad did wow. that get under Carver? <laughs> they had to ban it in Dutch, or can you swear in Dutch? <laughs> Pete, what? What do you think I'm to that? F- I'm fond of a, of a swear or two. Yeah. Yeah, is that is that really the sort of thing that is going to drag Newcastle United into the top half of the table? Oh, well, it's well, not the only, only thing people are doing is swearing. Maybe it's, <laughs> n- it's not only swearing; it's also um, timekeeping as well. So, so so I think it's a wide-ranging kind of just um, kind of just testing the pulse of, of what's happening at that club. Yeah, and true. it just sounds like people are just taking the mick. Uh-huh. Part, part of me thinks, oh, yeah, Newcastle, they deserve a bit of a break. I'd like to see them do well. Mm. And the other part of me thinks, oh, they just signed another creative midfield of a 14 and a half million. <laughs> they will not learn. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing one Alden, though. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I yeah, know, but I think he's, mm. uh, he's got goals in him. He's mm. signed for Newcastle. I'll tell you, though, mm. if they can get Charlie Austin, and it looks the most likely destination at the moment, then, yeah, again, they're in a much better position than well, we'll just talking we'll, about Austin we'll just having one we'll just having one uh, more than one striker would be helpful you know what I mean <laughs> but, Karen hey, Benzema 
Yeah, he's going to sign for you. And Bash it becomes him in. a story. Bash him in. Imagine, imagine Karen Benzema being on the cusp of signing for Arsenal and then gets a late doors bid from Newcastle. He jumps on the plane. <laughs> <goes up there. laughs> but uh, just, or just, Walter Smith and Charlie Knox esque. You'd only have to play against Sunderland <laughs> FA Cup games. But the, the main problem with Newcastle is they don't. They still don't have any um, defenders. It looks like we're going to start the season with Taylor and Williamson, which is just great, yeah. isn't and, it? And not, again, because they will not learn. They will Pete, not learn. Uh, how, how do you feel? I'm not sure we've covered this so far, but if we have, we're doing it again. Um, how do you feel about the way the club have treated Jonas and Ryan Taylor? Mm. Oh yeah, I, I think course. we dealt with that last season. I think we did. They're out on their ears. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm saying, but on their respective ears. The issue, in case anyone missed it, was that um, they were basically told they were being released by phone, weren't yeah. they? But they were they together. Were together and, yeah. oh, that Taylor was asked to hand the phone over to, to Jonas, and they'd made Carver do it. All those, those three guys got on, and it was Save all a bit on phone bill. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Looking yeah. at looking after the, the the bottom line. That's right. Saving on the old form bill. Um, uh, now there was a former Newcastle United player in the news again. Uh, Tino Aspria. <laughs> Tino Aspria. Uh, but, but he wasn't in the wrong this time. No, which he's is been great. Wronged. But then you know life is about the company you keep, isn't it? Wronged uh, by a rustler. According to Reuters, <laughs> the former Newcastle United and Columbia striker. Christina Spree has recovered a forty-three and a half thousand pound horse he lent to a friend who gave it away while drunk at a fair. Mm. The horse had been missing since mid-April since he'd let his friend have a I'm ride. I'm riding my horse to the fair. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants me, I'll be riding my horse to the fair. It's, it was, a, it's 43 and a half though. It's that half that I don't get. <laughs> no, five, home, that's, not a, that's not a 500 quid horse. Did you see the reward? £1,090. <laughs> yeah, but in, but in the Colombian, yeah. yeah exactly. Where the, the mate comes back from the fair? Is he having a good time? Yeah. Where's the horse? Oh, uh, I don't know. Apparently, I, he, gave, <laughs> he just gave it away. I rode it, it, it up the Helter Skelter and then just slid down. Or he, he lost it in one of those punch the uh, punch bag competitions. <laughs> <laughs> I, lost, I lost it in the Arla Mirrors. When you, when you, those those um, punch bag things you get at a fair where you have to punch the bag into the thing to show how hard you punch. Mm. Um, they result in a fight 100% of the time. They're <laughs> 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 just so angered up, aren't they? The name yeah. of the fair was the Bugger Fair. Was it really? Oh, well, wow, it's probably yeah. Booger, B-U-G-A. Either way, it's a but, funny word, isn't but it? But the way I would pronounce it with my English accent would yeah. be Bugger. And I, Good. for one, wonder what this week's show's going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> bugger my horse. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my horse at the Bugger Fair. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, Faustino has forgotten to just remember the old phrase, never lend a gift horse to a drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But Diego Maradona would say they've let the horse get away. Yes. <laughs> there, was a, there was a great um, video. And he'd be of, right. There was a great video of him online on his private jet insisting that he'd just give the pilot of his private jet um, a bottle like an empty bottle of Lucas Ed or whatever to pee in because he was scared that if the guy left the cockpit it was going to do the Swiss Alps thing <laughs> so oh he just, sh- just going on he's just like I mean sure that's illegal yeah. <laughs> just walk in the co- cockpit going look pee in this you're not leaving I'm not letting you out <laughs> do horrible. you know anything about aviation no, no but <laughs> I don't want to take any chances we don't even have a co-pilot <laughs> what are you talking about <clears throat> deary me deary me um, and then just to finish off with uh, the Premier League Slavon Bilic we're looking forward to that in West Yep. Also in teams that I fear for this season, <laughs> <laughs> West Ham are in, I think, trouble. Right. I think, yeah. But then West Brom aren't, because they've pretty much signed Ricky Lambert. They have. They, they have, have signed. signed Sorry, of course, they have I think that's a great move for Yeah, because he's already scored in pre-season. It's a great Which move for matter. Yeah. He signed on the day he signed, didn't he? About three hours later. Oh, yeah. Come on. Bidners. But nice to see. You know what? Lambert and Berahino, that's not a bad pairing yeah, for my money. True. If Berahino's still there, of course. He I might stay. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Let's have a little tiny bit of uh, Football League chat. Um, we'll be back on it, obviously, when the, the season starts. But this, uh, in League One now, after the ridiculous happenings at Blackpool last season, the club are obviously hoping that their pitch will be ready in time for the first home match of the season. This is because they're having the pitch relayed due to some damage caused by the Neil Diamond concert that happened there at the <laughs> end of July. It's the most Blackpool thing in the it's world, isn't not, it? Not, it's the <laughs> end of July thing. I, I, can you schedule it in then? Yeah, fine. <laughs> The season starts a week later. Is there a lot of moshing at Neil Diamond? <laughs> Apparently so, yeah. Appar- apparently, I heard that Nile Rangers is a big fan of the Jewish Elvis. Loves him. Oh, really? Loves him. Yeah, it was yeah. fair enough. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's just that he was in the news recently. Um, yeah. But I'm, uh, He's always in the bloody news. I know. Blackpool fans. What next? No. Yeah. Really? All we can do is laugh. We can't do anything more. I went on a rant a few, week, a few weeks before the end of last season, you didn't did. I? So you, you can did. listen to that. That's how I feel about it. I just it. wanted to yeah, say... Nothing's really changed. <laughs> no, yeah, I was about to say, it's, well, it has changed because it's got even worse. Yeah. It's, ch- it's changed for the worst. If the, now Neil Diamond's say, coming, just raking up the yeah. pitch. <laughs> all I will say, Blackpool, if you think you're going to get me on side by drafting Neil Diamond into the equation, <laughs> you're very much mistaken. If anything, my resolve has strengthened. <laughs> Theory me. Bloody love Neil Diamond. Um, before we depart these shores, we're going to go to the Scottish Premiership. You're damn right we're going there. Oh, thank you very much for all your tweets. 4 3 to the magnificent Gelgi <laughs> Straight in. Are they the top of the league? Was. Back no, in the big leagues. No, they're not top of the league. No. Not yet. Um, Mike's tweeted in with a uh, little hearts related fact for you. Of course Mike. he has. I knew you'd like it, Mike. Yeah. This is MLAM1827. Mike on Twitter. He says, uh, Honourable mention to on beh- for Marcus on for Hearts. There have been 90 goals in their last 22 home games. Oh, wow. value for money. I'm right, value for money. And there's, mm. you know, seven goals there. Um, Patterson's goal for Hearts, I'm pretty sure it involved two nutmegs. It did, I think, yeah. It did. It's the first just... one took two players out. Yeah, it's brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome, Scottish Premiership. <laughs> You're welcome, Globe. Yeah. I don't know. I would, globe. I would yeah. say Global Football. And I thought, no, just the world. Let's not restrict this How long sheer athleticism be? to football. How long is it? Be going to be before we see Patterson and his and his uh, cohorts in these big Nike adverts and these Pepsi adverts. That's what we want to see. <laughs> Minutes, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> but it was a great win for for the Magnificence and, the, and they're back with the bang. Uh, Celtic beat Ross County, of uh, of course. But Dundee's four 0 a win uh, away to Kilmarnock, Jim. That takes them top of the league at this early I stage. Saw, um, I saw Celtic versus Ross County, and uh, the, it was obviously <laughs> open day of the season. It's on TV, and uh, the Ross County manager mm. they interviewed him before the uh, before the game. You know what you going to do? I think they got a nil there in that fixture last season right. and so he was like yeah you know it's going to do a bit more of the same you know, keep it really tight yeah. uh, gave away a penalty in two minutes <laughs> a really needless but penalty but if it was 0-0 if I can't quite remember but if it was after the game the post-match did he go well you know obviously we, we got 1-0 one of the nils we kicked <laughs> yeah. our side unfortunately yeah, that's the hard one the other yeah. one's the hard one but I think, I think I'm right in saying Lee Griffiths went off injured and he's an important player for them so we'll see how he goes oh okay okay um, and then just I suppose to put this in to supplement the fact that there's no uh, Serie A or La League or anything like that we've, we're going to give you an update on the Press and Journal Highland Football League of course we are uh, Brora Rangers 11 Rhodes nil. I'd like, is it Rhodes? Roths? Rhodes? Why are you not doing this in your Craig Brown accent? You're like, why why, why is he not, why is not doing it? You're currently what? missing a trick. Why, why is he not doing trick? it in his own time? That's what I would say. Why are you bringing us into it? They yeah. were 4 0 up going. at half time. Seven. Do the, Seven second half do goals. The do these do these four results you've got lined up? I was going to say order, there's three more results without permission <laughs> in your Scottish accent. Forrest Mechanic six. Fort William nil. 
Inverurie Local Works for Formatine United 3. This is worse than Marky Smith. <laughs> Go on, then you do the last one. Ah, Keith won! Bucky Thistledow! <laughs> he did. Keith, <laughs> Keith beat Bucky Keith. Thistle. He's doing well. He, did, he got his three points there. He got sent off at half time. <laughs> 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 I, don't know, I don't know how he saw that one out. And they missed the penalty. <laughs> they parked the bus. Bucky missed the penalty out. <laughs> 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 yeah, wonderful stuff. What mm. a start for the for the present journal Highland Football League. And eleven nil. It's eleven nil on the first day of the season. Jim, it's eleven nil. Yeah, it's Is it fair to say, and in light of that result, Brora Rangers are maybe a week or so ahead of Rotters in their season? A week or two. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? Is Forest Mechanics won six nil. Won't get a mensch. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> wonderful stuff. Um, excellent. Now then, uh, let's go outside of Europe to Major League Soccer mm. or Mules, as I believe. Hello, America. Be... <laughs> Good morning, America. Mm. Um, time difference and that. Yeah. Uh, Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard, they've made their MLS debuts. Mm. It's debuts. Actually, there's so many players making their debuts at the moment. A lot, lot, lot of debuts. Pirlo. No, and David Villa's not. We've been, been there for a year. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. But, uh, yeah, no, I that actually, was just Did wrong. you mean Andrea Pirlo? <laughs> I did Jim. mean Andrea yeah, Pirlo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's that's a, lot right. of, a lot of big players there now. And it's it it reminds me a bit of uh, the NASL, of Nazel. Like when they, they were the Premier League in the early 90s. But it's you know it's more comparable because it's in the same country. Um, so I, it's exciting. I, I watched uh, Montreal Impact versus New York City, who are at home, incidentally. Um, and there's an amazing phenomenon when it comes to players who, uh, even if they're really well known as being um, hardworking, dedicated professionals, so I'm not suggesting any of these players are or aren't. Mm. Um, but Pirlo. Um, he just, just decided that he wasn't going to do any running at all. Mm. And, they, and they end up playing with him and someone else in the midfield. It just The game just passed him by. Pillow was just wrecking. Like, yeah, he just wanted to pass the ball yeah. and take corners yeah. from free kicks. He did have a shot from about 90 yards out. <laughs> which, which, yeah, he did. It was a good one as well. Which, which I, by the way, I don't blame him for. As far as I'm concerned. He was like an NFL kicker, wasn't he? He was just, he like, was, yeah. just come off for kicking. But he's given a lot to the game in, at large, <laughs> so I'm sure he's, he's out of the right. Did, yeah. But he came on at 2 1 on his, I think it was his debut, and, and they yeah. ended up winning 5 3. And it's pre season. You know, he could have had a brandy in his hand. Well, it's not pre season. No, but I mean, for for Pirlo, he's he's not had a lot of football. Is he? he's gearing mm. back up into it. Well, yeah. And uh, Lampard came on, but couldn't really do an awful lot. I yeah, mean, the game, yeah. I mean, they lost them on Trillian, But yeah, but when Lampard they made was... some really poor defensive errors. Yeah, I, knew, I mean, the first two goals were just particularly brute yeah. one. Yeah. But surely the reason why um, Lampard was was not as effective as he might have wanted to be because he was brought on at the same time as Nigel Rio Coker was for the Montreal <laughs> Impact. Threw him. Just nullified him. Impact by name. 62 yeah. threes. Impact by nature. <laughs> there you go. D- yeah. Drogba's going to be playing for Montreal soon. Mm. He's there. And uh, he'll be teaming up with a wonderfully named Dilly Duca. Nice. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. Just like the name. <laughs> Dilly Duca, yeah. And I like the fact that the Impact retired the number 12 jersey in homage to the fans. Oh, that's, the 12th that's man the first goal. time that's ever happened <laughs> <laughs> isn't is it um, yeah lovely old job uh, oh and what about the Wright Phillips brothers making a splash in New York they're not mm. the only ones uh, in New York oh, Pirlo and Lampard own, like, hot air balloon yeah Pirlo and Lampard and, and, and co Sean uh, assisted Bradley for the second goal in the 3-1 win against Brad- Philadelphia Bradley Wright Phillips is a very effective striker he is though, he was excellent uh, in the previous season I saw him play against One of the uh, top DC scorers. United he was, he was good yeah but Gerrard's having a good time at Galaxy at the Galaxy. Yeah. You can see he's got that uh, um, enthusiasm Absolutely. or uh, exuberance. Still, still well, very it, much there. I think uh, El Arena has been playing him as a more attacking midfielder. Yeah. As, as of course, he was in. Well, which he does anyway. <laughs> did he say, he's been allowing him to, so yeah. he feels no guilt. And I've, it's decided, him up. I've decided that I won't mind if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a goal for like Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane just knocks a defender off the ball yeah. and starts running towards the goal. And then he goes, Oh, I should give this to Gerard, really. And then he waits, waits, waits for Gerard to huff his way up the field. <laughs> and, then, and then he plays a ball to Gerard. Gerard gives him it back immediately, but puts it way in front of him. Yeah. Like a really lazy pass. And Robbie Keane just manages to, <laughs> just manages to get Robbie his. Keane He's got the, the air of a man who will be scoring goals for LA Galaxy when he's 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a lovely and time. And Ireland as well. He's yeah. international <laughs> I think he's the highest scoring active international footballer in the world, Robbie Keane. Wow. I mean, that's not too think. shoddy, is it? High scoringist. Mm. <laughs> I liked what uh, one of Gerard's teammates, uh, Mika Vey Roynan, said about uh, the Liverpudlian. He was talking about fish and chips. Mm. Steve, like all English people, loves fish and chips. I know in England they have fish and chips everywhere, but here, not so much. Hopefully he'll find a restaurant here that serves the fish and chips he loves. Yeah. Uh-oh, Ruddock Bound is Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be Ruddock-esque. Yeah. I love I, fish I, and chip chip. In my experience, the chips are the hard bit to get. They love fries in America, don't they? Mm. You can't get a chunky chips. True. Mm. 
It's the gravy. Now, before we go to uh, the highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. Hello, uh, everyone. Not yet. Oh. Um, we've uh, Something we didn't mention at the end of last season, which definitely deserves a mention now. At the start of the summer, Wales entered the top ten of the FIFA World Rankings mm. for the first time ever. Astounding. Well, they're two places ahead of Spain. <laughs> Could we have envisaged this a few years ago when, when, when Wales were ranked 117th, Jim, and um, Spain no. were kicking Rash- ass? Rationally, no. No. Yeah, I, I don't actually think Wales are better than Spain now. No, I don't. Well, they're 12 places ahead of France. Luke, next I thing you're saying better than France. Yeah, but Coleman, when Coleman took over, did he lose his first four games? Or he certainly took a while to win one. Well, he had all so that problem, you know, all those problems with his washing machine, didn't he? So that, that was in a different job <laughs> and, and country. Um, <laughs> but he's done remarkably well there, and just a little bit of recognition because we didn't manage to say that obviously at the end of last. Yeah, and, 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 and he also, to be fair to Coleman, he also took over in very difficult circumstances. Yeah. Yes. He's done very, very well, and I think we, I think this show possibly. Were, were fairly negative about him getting the job but in fairness he has done very well and they're looking very well placed to qualify mm. for next summer yeah. and it'll be great to see because they've got some good players yeah. and they've yeah, got yeah, some yeah. nice stuff but we've got international football to come perhaps uh, is it next month now we're in August I think it's September it always creeps up doesn't it always yeah. creeps up and now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore hello everyone hi Luke, um, hi, I've, Luke. I've got a few here um I'll come on to why I haven't got that many later because Facebook are <laughs> not playing the game anymore. Oh dear. Yeah, but uh, that's all right. Um, I've got one. This, this really tickled me and I realised that I feel I've bagged on, I bagged on Liverpool a little bit earlier but this is quite funny. Uh, Tasman Johnson, TJ Johnson 86 on Twitter says, um, this season already a scouser at work has told me if Liverpool win the league this season it won't mean as much because Steven Gerrard's not there anymore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get enjoyable. the same points. Yeah. You get the same trophy. It means exactly the same. Also, very presumptuous. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. We had a load of people who got in touch with um, with uh, Tina Asprey lending a horse to his yeah. mate. Yeah, 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 of mate yeah. But I mean, really, that sort of story, you guys, I don't know what your opinion as listeners is of us, but you really think we're going to let that one slide? <laughs> <laughs> not put that in the no, main part I'm, of the show. But I'm glad people say it, just in case. Mm. Yeah. Just in case it does mm. slip through the net. Um, and we've got James Keane <laughs> on Facebook says, Norwich ironically mocking the need for a third kit by releasing one that is A, so awful no fan will wear it, and B, making it clash with both of their existing Existing kits, they can never wear it on the pitch. Thereby making an important point about the capitalist agenda of the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Norwich have got form for bad yeah. kits, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll, finish up, I'll finish up with this one from Phil, Phil Hughes. He says, uh, It's disappointing to see the Rambles only giving it 100% this year. Hashtag 110%. Ah, that extra 10% always yeah, so uh, eludes us. The Facebook point I want to make is that you, if you want to get involved with the highlights of the week th- via the Facebook page, you are going to need to go into your Facebook settings and subscribe to our page. Facebook isn't just going to serve the update into your newsfeed anymore because we've got um, a number of a number more likes on Facebook. Right, so okay. you have to actually go out go out there and like the page so you'll see the update so you can post a comment. Shows the love, guys. Yeah, to give mm. yourself a chance of getting a highlight on the show. That's mm. basically why. So if you get a chance to do that, please do. And we'll read out the best ones every week. My Algorithm uh, chat. <laughs> <laughs> my, my highlight of the week was um, uh, Angel Di Maria. Uh, talking about um, his admiration of the rich history of his new club. 44 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. exactly. 44 years old. Did he, did he say does, history? Does he literally mean rich history? He's, he no, said, it just means rich. <laughs> he said, this club has such a rich history, it's almost as old as my father and almost twice as old as me, which is really something. Did he really <laughs> say that's that? a real quote? That's a real quote. I mean, they do have a bit of history, PSG, but, but I get the point you're didn't making Tiago here, Tiago Silva say that he's making a step up from Man United? Who said that? Uh, Tiago Silva. It's a massive dig. Yeah. Mm. That's a dig, Jim. My highlight of the week was Carlos Piol and Paolo Maldini bumping into each other on holiday in Ibiza. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing! That's class, isn't it? Yeah. What you wouldn't, what we, what you wouldn't give to be in that bar? Just, Jim. Step, just stepping yeah. over Jack Grealish yeah. on the floor. And even if, <laughs> <laughs> if they invited you over, would you just go? No, I'm all right, just watching. Yeah, the thing no, is, I'd get, get well involved. How's your Spanish is, and Italian, Jim? Listen to this, right? I, I this is, fudge my way through. This is the difference <laughs> between this is the difference between continental football and British football, right? Those two, even Puyol, he's a bit of a yeah, he gets a bit of a reputation, probably yeah. wrongly for being a bit of a caveman, yeah. right? When you think about Puyol and Maldini meeting each other in a bar in Ibiza. In my, I don't know about you guys, but in my mind, Maldini's probably got an espresso. Yep. Puyol's mm, probably yeah. having a cocktail, maybe one bottle of beer. If um, <laughs> two British <laughs> defenders from that era, uh, 90s, met in a bar, yeah, they yeah. would both be in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> let's, say, let's say Neil Ruddock and David Unsworth. Yeah. I'm going to go for um, Peter Reid. But fair enough. <laughs> yeah. and, one, and one of them would have like a, a duck-shaped rubber ring already round them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the they would. And no, they're not on top of the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but ask yourself, who's having the better time? <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Right. Uh, oh, and we've got a. We, yeah, well, we're nearing the end of the show, but we've got mm. a website highlight. 
highlights of the oh, website. Oh, yeah, sure, of course we have. The yeah, footballramble.com. The, the, the always excellent Kelly Wells. That's right. Um, she has written the following for me to read to you all. Ah. Is the excitement of the Ramble returning as wet your appetite for incisive football coverage? Feel free to visit the innumerable websites offering such a service. If you're more interested in frontline reporting from the war on pards, <laughs> the unexpected <laughs> escalation of hostilities between Lionel Messi and Gabon, uh, Micah Richards' diplomatic incident at Aston Villa, Get over to thefootballramble.com where Kelly's summer roundup will fulfil your every sordid whim. Weekend highlights are also back for the new season as well as the usual daily updates. You can follow Kelly on Twitter too, at Kelly underscore Wells, and that's W-E-L-L-E-S. Wells. <laughs> um, I'm surprised we've done that before. No, no. I'm amazed. Wow. Yeah, well, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We got it off to a good start this season with that there. Um... Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Thank you very much. Uh, well, go on. Luke. Well, well I'm, I'm pointing my finger wildly at you because we need to tell the listeners mm. that we did a summer special. Well, I was going to uh, mm. do a bit of chat, but okay, fine. We'll, we'll send the <laughs> summer special there. Um, uh, yes, the summer special is now on iTunes. Mm. We recorded a show. It's available for £1.99. It's very funny. Lots of fun games and stuff in it. Mm. You can get it on iTunes, what? under the iTunes store, under albums, not under podcasts. Yes. And you can get it from mm. PayPal on our website. Uh, when it's Luke's, a little bit different. When Luke says we play a lot of fun games, they are... Brand new features for one night and one night only, <laughs> or afternoon, depending on how you're listening or when you're listening to it. So get yourself over to thefootballramble.com or iTunes for those. And we also did a live show last week in Dublin, mm. and that show will be available through PayPal through our website from about Friday this week, and iTunes link will follow after that. Thank you very much to all those who came to the Dublin oh, show. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. And so uh, and for everybody um, from that part of the world, yes, we did end up in coppers that night, <laughs> yeah. about two or three in the morning. Even whatever we was. were explicitly warned not to. Yes. Did, uh, you, but end no, did, you, did you end up in coppers, Luke? No, I didn't. I ah, bottled out early. You bottled out early. A clever man. On the other hand, I didn't get to go to Coppers. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, seriously, absolutely marvellous. That was a nice one, everybody. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com, of course, and the Twitter is at footballramble. And facebook.com forward slash footballramble and instagram.com forward slash thefootballramble. Instagram. Mm. Get on that. Probably mm. still on MySpace as well. Mm. Get on that, photo fans. Uh, right, that's it. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. It's a pleasure. Pleasure to be back. Goodbye. Pete here, and uh, I can't let you guys go until I let you know that uh, on Rock and Roll Football uh, this weekend uh, on Absolute Radio, we're going to be bringing you a Watford versus Everton. Russ Williams back in the commentary box, or rather, Russ Williams back in the studio while John Champion and Perry Groves are in the commentary box. And right in the studio, we'll be here when the full time whistle blows. Rock and Roll Football back on Absolute Radio this Saturday.